It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We're into the final half hour of today's episode of this program. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we wrap up or move towards the end uh, of today's episode, I want to share with you a little bit of math I I was doing uh, in the commercial break. And the sum uh, is 97. 97 is the number of days before the culmination of the 116th Congress, 97 days before uh, the newly elected members of Congress are are sworn in uh, or those who are able to secure reelection return to their offices and return to uh, the the House and Senate. The 117th Congress commences. Now, why was I doing that math? Well, I, as I've shared with you a number of times before uh, coming back here to KSL to host this program, I worked in Washington, D.C. as a, a congressional aide for Rob Bishop. And Congressman Bishop let it be known that he would this year not be seeking re-election. And so that means that the congressional career of Rob Bishop is 97 days from ending. Uh, A friend of mine who still works in the office, Paul, he sent me a photo earlier and it showed me uh, the, the work being done in the office right now. And some of that work is packing up Uh, the belongings of the office. Now, why now? You say, well, there's 97 days left. There's a lot of congressional work yet to be done. Well, uh, one of the interesting behind-the-scenes realities uh, in Congress is that uh, if you're on your way out, you don't get to hold on to your office uh, all the way uh, until the end. And so right now, those retiring members uh, are cleaning up their office. Some of them uh, have worked for many, many years and have collected uh, many, many memories uh, in their offices. And so I reached out after receiving that photo uh, to see if Congressman Bishop wouldn't mind joining us on the phone uh, for a few minutes and uh, and just share with us what it means uh, to be cleaning out his office. Congressman, how are you? Hey, thank you, Lee. You know, uh, you took this job at KSL just so you could get out of not having to pack, you know? <laughs> I, I know. I, I, uh, I'm I, not a heavy lifter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that for sure. Uh, what's today mean? Um, it's it's weird. I We packed. The staff was there. They did a great job. Uh, interns were wonderful. We've actually got everything wrapped up, and I think box, except for a few a big painting, so we don't. I don't know quite what to do. And looking back in the office, it's just it's barren. And it's. Uh, I've been over. Uh, I don't know quite how long I've been in this particular office, but at least fifteen years. And uh, that's uh, that's a long time of accumulating junk. <laughs> and now I've got to figure out what to do with it. Well, it's not. It's not all junk. Much of it, uh, mementos. Uh, left for you by uh, by those who you have served. Uh, also, you know, copies of big legislation that you uh, have passed through. As you've been packing up the boxes today, did you uh, come across any artifacts or mementos that uh, triggered particular memories? Actually, uh, not necessarily today, but last week I started the process by going through the drawers and the books and all the papers and trying to separate what I was going to keep and what I wasn't. And that was actually a very nostalgic time, as I remembered stuff that I'd totally forgotten, totally forgotten. And uh, 
yeah, it, it will be it will be somewhat nostalgic. Um, to be honest, though, they're re- they're redoing the Canon office buildings. I think you remember, right? And they're going to be our side in the next two years, regardless. So one way or the other, we would have had to be out of the office. We have to be out of the office by mid-November, even though there will be a lame duck session in December, and I'm supposed to come back here and work without an office or a place for the staff to work. So it's, it's going to be cute. What advice do you have for whoever fills your place? Um, the books I left for the coffee table, use them. What's on the coffee table? Yeah, and then, and then at the same time, uh, get on the right committees first. And and this is, look, I, I have never really been impressed by people who, who strive to get to a microphone or a, or a television camera. You, you tell me that I as I you tell me that. that as I sit behind a microphone. Yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. My words properly. <laughs> you know. I was I was impressed with people that I'll, I'll give this to Mia Love. Mia Love went in there with star power, and she could have been a total prima donna if she wanted to, but she specifically said, I want to be considered a good legislator, which is making sure you get down there and you start learning the details and the specifics, much of which is really boring work. Those are the kind of people I'm impressed, and I, and I think I've tried to be that way. I know Jim Hansen before me was that way. I would hope whoever replaces me continues that uh, that that pattern of trying to be a workhorse for the district. I often fall into the trap of dwelling on the nostalgic and looking backwards and reminiscing about the times that were uh, and and may sometimes fall short in what I think is the wise uh, practice of looking forward. You have 97 days left as a member of Congress. What do you hope to accomplish in those 97 days? (laughs) Well, to quit missing the days when you were back here and we were actually enjoying it. Um, those 97 days, to be very honest with you, after uh, this next week, we will be not be back in session until the election is over. Then there will be one week in November, maybe two weeks in December. Whether we have a long or a short lame duck session in December, I think will be determined by the outcome of the election. So I don't know how much really there is to do. We passed a continuing resolution, which has to be done. The National Defense Authorization Act has to be done. It would be nice to get a transportation bill done. Those are the big things that are still out there that would have to be done sometime in December before we adjourn for sign to die in January. But the other stuff, um, really, I don't expect a whole lot of other things to be going through the session except for those big items. Last question for you. We're 97 days uh, away from the end of your congressional career. What will you do on day 98? Uh, start looking for a job. <laughs> and, and you know, pro- anybody who would hire, anyone who would hire an old person that knows how to talk and not much else? Uh, well, they hired a young person here at KSL who doesn't know how to talk and not, or knows how to talk and not much else. <laughs> Look at that. I flubbed that line. Yeah. <laughs> He knows how to talk, trust me. Yeah. Uh, listen, Congressman, that's going to do it. Uh, the time is tight. I need to get to a commercial break here, but uh, pleasure speaking to you. I'm sorry I'm not there uh, helping you pack up uh, the belongings there of the office. Uh, I, I miss you. It was an honor to work for you, and I look forward to, to speaking to you again here soon. There were, there were a lot of things that reminded all of us of you, and uh, good luck 
Thanks for what you're doing. I, you're doing a great job there. But I, I appreciate what you did back in Washington, too. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick commercial break here. And when we return uh, to, to wrap up the program, as you know, it is Suicide uh, Awareness Month here, the month of September. We'll be joined uh, by a member of Utah's uh, House of Representatives. He also works in the field of suicide prevention. And I uh, came across some comments of his online uh, just last night where uh, he lays out a very clear case uh, and some clear evidence and attitudes about what the real motivations are here in Utah. Why is Utah finding itself so high on the list of states where suicide is prevalent? Steve Ellison, Representative, next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.